NFL, Charlotte Sports Live. Well, welcome inside Charlotte Sports Live. Will Kunkel, Carla Gebhardt here. And while we wait for Panthers training camp, we had quite the day here in the Queen City. Miles Bridges finally talking to the media, taking the podium today for the first time in almost a year. Yeah, it's been a long time. We're going to break that down a little bit more in here in the show here in a little bit. But we've got some information that Panthers fans, you're going to need to know if you're planning to travel to Spartanburg next week. Plus, we've got a preview of Northwestern High School football ahead of their season. But you mentioned Miles Bridges, and uh, it was a pretty big topic, a pretty big press conference today. Yeah, for the first, for, for the past year, I should say, many basketball fans really wondered if Miles Bridges would ever find himself back in the NBA and back on the court. And now that he's back, he's with the Hornets, and some say he doesn't deserve it. But today he spoke to the media, and he says he's ready for that rare second chance. A lot of people, a lot of people don't get a second chance. And I want to use this second chance just to just to prove to everybody that I'm the same kid that you drafted five years ago. It's been 461 days since Miles Bridges donned a Charlotte Hornets uniform on an NBA court. While the wait will continue until after the remaining of his suspension is complete, both the embattled forward and general manager Mitch Kupchak broke their silence on Bridges' return. Um, first of all, I want to apologize to everybody for you know, the pain and embarrassment that I caused everyone, you know, but especially my family. Um, this this year away, I've used it to prioritize just going to therapy um, and becoming the best person I can be, you know, someone that my family and, and everybody here can be proud of. Without going into great detail, you know, we investigated to the best of our ability, you know, with legal counsel and, um, you know, gathering information that was available, you know, to us. Um, that's really all I'm prepared to say about that. Bridges, a 25-year-old who was due to negotiate a possible five-year, $173 million max deal a year ago, now returns to the Hive on a one-year, $7.9 million deal. When asked if Charlotte was always the plan for the return, if he returned to the NBA, his answer was immediate. I really just... Control what I could control, you know, I, I didn't know what, what was going to happen. You know, once again, I would like to thank the Hornets organization for giving me a second chance, you know, because they didn't have to. Um, you know, I, I want to be in Charlotte. Um, this is where I got drafted um, and this is where I grew into a man. So, uh, like I say, I, I, I would love to be here. As part of Miles's deal, he'll undergo counseling, 100 hours of community service and remains on probation for three years. He'll miss the first 10 games of the season to complete the 30-game ban, but when it comes to if the organization still wanted him, both past majority owner Michael Jordan and the new ownership group are unanimously on board. Michael and um, Rick Schnall and uh, Gabe Plotkin were all involved um, more recently you know, than you know, several months ago, but certainly in this decision. We've seen Bridges multiple times in the Charlotte area during his suspension, working out and training on the court. It's a matter now of where he'll fit in in a new look Hornets organization. You know, with this 10-game suspension, I could also see what we need to work on during, during those 10 games and see what I could do to come in and help. So in his career, uh, Miles Bridges, is, his stats are climbing. 
needless to say, he's averaging 13 points and five boards a game in the four years. However, his stats are trending upward, like I was just saying, with 20 points and seven boards in that 21-22 season. So, Carl, I'll toss it to you. Yeah. Your takeaway from today's press conference. I mean, I was more interested in the apology to yeah. see kind of what he said with that. And listen, I think this is much like any relationship between the Hornets and Miles Bridges. Uh, those are words, and that's great, but we're going to have to see some some real change, and I'm not really sure how you see that on the court, right? That's mm -hmm. going to have to come to fruition. Um, he certainly has to have a presence on the court for the Hornets uh, to, to talk about future deals within the league, um, but I'm, I'll be interested to just see how he carries out. What, what else is he going to do to right his wrong? And, and it's more than words right now for me. I wanted to hear him say that he's going to get involved in the community right. explicitly. He has a plan to yeah. do so. He has no plan that he let us know today. Kyle Bailey of WFNZ asked him if he's going to be an advocate against domestic violence, and he said he didn't say no, but he said that he's going to be focusing on himself and therapy and basketball. There were other points throughout the press conference he said that he would be involved in the community, but right. with not a specific plan. I think it's frankly inexcusable to come to that press conference and not have a plan to get involved in the community and how you're going to do it and how you're going to help others because life is about screwing up it happens yeah. to everybody but it's how you turn your struggles into ways to help others and I didn't see any of that from Miles I wish he was a little bit more prepared I don't think he doesn't deserve a second chance I just think he needs to show more remorse and a plan going forward and how he's going to make right the ship, if you will. And not only that, but why aren't the Hornets helping him maybe have a plan to help mm -hmm. Aiden, whether it's the therapy or getting involved in the community a little bit more, but to have a plan when you come to the press conference, you know that you're going to be asked those questions. And to me, I've always thought, do the Hornets actually care about public perception? Because for so many years, it seems like they don't. And this is just kind of another example of do they actually care with, with how they're, you know, representing their players to the fan base? Yeah, I just... It was un. I just he didn't put his best foot forward. I can't wrap my head around it entirely. I think everyone deserves a second chance. And from a basketball standpoint only, right. winning cures everything. We have seen players and athletes do things that are on this level and even worse that have their names chanted throughout all the stadiums. Their jerseys are bought because they're helping their team win and they're helping the fans see their team get a victory. So. I hope it all works out on both sides. Let's just say that. Yeah, but now that we have heard from Miles Bridges, the man that the Hornets signed to a five-year, $260 million extension, he takes the podium tomorrow, also with Mitch Kupchak. Injuries have troubled the one-time All-Star back, playing in only 36 games last season. The win on the floor, LaMelo Ball averaged 23 points and around eight assists. All right, let's talk some Panthers now because we're getting close to training camp. We told you last week that the Panthers made an offer to Brian Burns, who was entering the final year of his contract. Well, the contract, the question now is, will he sign that contract offer? And should he sign it? But before we discuss that, here's what the defensive end said about the direction of the Panthers at the end of the season. Yeah, I mean, I think we got a lot to build off of. Um... We have a lot of, uh, you know what I'm saying, quarterstone pieces, like really, really high-level players. Um, and I think they've proven that this year. Like, Frankie took a huge jump. Shaq has always been Shaq, you know what I'm saying? Shaq's always been nice. Um, Derek took a huge jump. JC played outstanding. DJ. So we got the players. We have the talent, you know what I mean? So I think this is definitely going in the right direction. And Burns has certainly seen steady improvement over his first four years in the league. This year he had a career high in sacks with 12 and a half. 
as well as a high in tackles with 59, earning him his second trip to the Pro Bowl. And you kind of wonder, we've talked a little bit about his contract, but you wonder what the next steps are for Brian Burns. We kind of thought maybe an extension uh, contract was coming soon, mm -hmm. but now that's even in question. And I think it should be in question on Brian's side. Do you want to sign this contract or do you want to bet on yourself, go out there and have an absolutely monster year and reset the defensive end market and get paid like a top five defensive end? The issue is you got to you got to perform like a top five defensive end. It doesn't matter if there's somebody across from you or not. You have to put up those numbers. And if you do, you're going to make a lot of money. And we talked about this a little bit last night on Charlotte Sports Live as well, is that He's kind of revamping his skill set. He's working on his feet. He's working on his body in order to become more of a player that can play sideline to sideline in this 3-4 defense. So if he's able to have a successful season, he could pay a lot more after this season than he will right now because, listen, 12 and a half sacks is nice. Right. But he's not a game changer at this point. Yeah, and I think, you know, I think the Panthers certainly want to pay him, right? I mean, he is one of the – the best Panthers that we have in the league right now as far as a, a branding standpoint for the Carolina Panthers. But you kind of also wonder, do the Panthers maybe want to hold out too and kind of see what this year's brings? Because I think the argument has been, does he deserve the contract with the numbers that he's putting up? The, the largest contract right. that he can get, I deserving – yeah, you just kind of want to see it play out a little bit I'm more. sure the Panthers offered him what he deserves as of right now. Right. Brian wants what he could probably earn. So just like really quickly, <laughs> like Nick Bosa, 18 yeah. and a half sacks. Hassan Reddick, he, came, he went out and got 16 miles. Garrett, Chris Jones, Matthew Judon, Alex Highsmith, Micah Parsons, J.J. Watt, Max Crosby, all ahead of him. Those are the type of guys that he's competing with. Right. Like you have to go out and not just not just a sack, but a strip sack. Not just a strip sack with a fumble recovery. Not just a batted ball, but an interception. you got to go out and make those plays in order to change the game every single time you're out there. Yeah, and hopefully the coaching, new coaching staff helps them do that as well. <laughs> but as we get ready to embark on training camp down in Wofford, we know that some fans are going to be looking to do the same. And if that does include you, then you need to know for the first time ever, you're going to need a ticket. Elise Devlin has Ooh. more for us tonight. Decked out in Carolina Panthers signs and decorations, the city of Spartanburg is ready to welcome back the NFL team to Wofford College. This is go week now and you can see that all around campus. This year Panthers rookies, including number one pick Bryce Young, will report to camp on July 22nd while veterans report on July 25th. There will be 12 practices open to the public as part of the training camp with the first one on July 26th. It's great for the Spartanburg community, you know, the tourism and everybody coming and getting to see, you know, we know Spartanburg is a great place and obviously uh, we love showing off Wofford College and our campus. The training camp will include two days of joint practices with the New York Jets and their new quarterback Aaron Rodgers on August 9th and 10th. Practices, which are free and open to the public, will require tickets to attend. It's a little bit different this year with that you needing a quote ticket to come to practice since Ticketmaster is the presenting sponsor, but it's a free ticket um, just to try to actually track some numbers and to get some real attendance numbers this year. The Panthers have spent their Julys in Spartanburg since 1995. This decades old relationship is something Wofford views as a highlight for students. It's just it's special for our students, and our student athletes, you know, to be able to um, interact some in, with NFL players. Wofford College says the Panthers have been making trips back and forth from Charlotte to Wofford as staff and crews continue to prepare before next Wednesday. We are eight days away from Panthers training camp in Sparkle City. The first, can we talk about the fact it's called Sparkle City for a minute? Like, <laughs> Is there anything sparkly about? It's so amazing. <laughs>
So special. All right, well, that first practice, July 26th, that's a week from Wednesday. That's tomorrow. And Charlotte Sports Live will be at Wofford College even earlier. We're going to be down there with exclusive content and interview interviews that is starting Sunday right here on the official home for the Black and Blue. If we're not very good, then I'll be disappointed. All right. 2022 state runner-ups didn't quite sit well with Northwestern football. We've got a preseason look at the Trojans next. And if you are any other team in the 2023 Women's World Cup, the goal is to beat the United States. The U.S. Women's National Team obviously has other plans, maybe a three-peat. All right, well, we know the Panthers want to be even better than they are right now, but maybe even get to the playoffs. The question is now that everyone's talking about this on Twitter, it's everyone's yeah. on Instagram, what are their rankings in Madden? They released a few there. of them. Yeah. yeah, there's some good ones. I, I've, I have one controversial one. Okay, you can hear that when Charlotte Sports Live returns. It's about to be lit. <laughs> oh boy. We're a month away now from high school football. I, I can't wait for football to actually start on any level. I don't even care what it is. <laughs> and the Panthers kicking off this week in a little bit, is, or in a couple months, couple months for the season, a couple weeks for training camp. But uh, I mean, I can't get ready. I can't. You just take it over. Just, <laughs> you can't get enough. Can't we get, get it. Anything. You're so emotional right now. It will be the first time high school football is played at the bank, and it will feature powerhouse teams in our area, including Northwestern, Dowden, Rock Hill. Grace Girl caught up with the Trojans earlier today. Well done, Carla. Thanks. Championships is our goal at Northwestern. And it was a goal the Trojans fell short of last season, falling to South Florence in the state championship. Uh, we talked to the players about it, but we, we more talked to them about what it takes, the process it takes to win state championships. The feeling of losing one, enough motivation. As a junior, I was looking at all my senior players. They, you know, they was down well, they losing the last game. And, you know, I just want to come through this season and finish it all the way. The Trojans like what they have this year. Though they lose five starting offensive linemen, they return Finley Polk at quarterback, top running back in Turbo Richard, and a core group of receivers. If we're not very good, then I'll be disappointed. The, the onus is going to be on the, the coaching staff not to try to add too much. Uh, we've really talked about really trying to keep things simple, especially right now, you know, during the summer and into the preseason. Keep things simple and... See a little, see a lot. And the saying couldn't be more appropriate than for a Trojan defensive line who's seen a lot in a little amount of time. Our defense is going to be very mature. Last year we had a very young defense, but now we're, I will say that we're somewhat experienced. Having the experience of being at that game I think is really going to help us a lot. Northwestern opens up the season August 19th against Providence Day at Bank of America Stadium. For Charlotte Sports Live, I'm Grace Grill. All right, thanks, Grace. And moving on to a different kind of football. We are just three days out to the U.S. Women's National Team enters their first World Cup against Vietnam. You can see the players already practicing hard, and they are the overwhelming favorites coming to, into this one. And Kelly O'Hara, who's won two World Cups before, knows exactly what it takes to get the job done. It comes down to understanding like what you're about to get into and I think that this group does understand that if you have the preparation if you you know you've honed in on the details I feel like the mentality can be there and is there much easier um, because you're prepared and you know you're ready for anything how about this you don't have to wait much longer for the match between Wrexham and Chelsea the two will face off tomorrow in Chapel Hill in front of a sellout crowd at Keenan Stadium Pitch is in good condition as natural grass was rolled out. You're looking at that there. Kickoff is at 7.30 p.m.
tomorrow night. Now, we already know that the Jets will be featured on Hard Knocks, but now reports are coming out that they didn't really want to be, and they might not allow certain access that HBO has had in the past. We're going to discuss that impact and more when CSL returns. Your 2024 Madden ratings are officially out, and so far wide receivers, safeties, edge rushers, and D linemen have been released. You see Brian Burns there, the highest-rated Panthers player so far at 87. And then it is the veteran but newcomer to Carolina, Adam Thielen, at 83. Derek Brown and Von Bell, they're both at 83. And then, of course, Jeremy Chin, 81. Frankie Luzu, so you might want to know, 79. O-Lyman will be released tomorrow with quarterbacks coming on Friday. And you have a, a comment. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> Frankie Luzu went from 71 to 79. That was the biggest jump. I that thought Derek Brown should have been higher than an 80. Yes, and that topic is going to get covered a little bit more right now. We're going to get Brian Blakely's thoughts on this. So let's put two minutes on the clock, B. And I want to know what Panther got the short end of the stick so far with the ratings. Well, uh, you know, Derek Brown could have been a little bit higher, but I always thought uh, Jeremy Chin could have been a little bit higher. He was 81. He had a 70 on strength. That could have been a little bit higher. He's a thumper. Could have been, I thought he should have been up around 83, 84, maybe even 85. All right, well, who is the most beloved athlete all time in Charlotte? I mean, I don't know how it's not Cam Newton. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be Cam. Certainly the most polarizing, but like it's just like the loud people. Most fans absolutely <laughs> love him. If it's not him, and I don't know if you can clarify, if you can quantify it, but it's Dale. Dale, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. All right, Brian, as a Hornets fan, are you satisfied with the apology that Miles Bridges gave today? Yeah, I am. Uh, I, I think he was very forthright. He was very open and honest and direct with everyone about what he felt, what he went through, what he feels about what happened. A little bit on the nervous and embarrassed side, but also there's a lot of people out there probably saying uh, he could have done more, uh, but that's not them speaking. It's him speaking for his heart and certainly uh, trying to get back on the court in, in, in the way that he wanted to do. All right, well, Adam Schefter reported the Jets initially refused to be the Hard Knocks team, but the NFL basically said too bad. How much will this affect this year's show, you think? I mean, it, it could be something funny if Robert Sala <laughs> and other guys are just so apprehensive to doing this since they're short. Yeah. Um, I think Hard Knocks, honestly, is kind of taking its run. We've seen so many teams multiple times because not everyone wants to do it. I mean, I can tell you the Panthers aren't exactly dying to do it either. All right, Brian. Also, reports are out that Bill Belichick is on the hot seat heading into the season. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I, I do. I mean, the Belichick era has come for our, and gone for a long time now with the ghost of Tom Brady still hanging around. And soon as once Brady left, they haven't really won all that much. And so that's souring on everybody. And so is the whole Belichick persona. So it could be time. All right, well, you've been to training camp for years past. What's one essential that you know now to bring that you didn't maybe in your first year? Shirts. Like several <laughs> shirts. Because you got to wear one at practice, then yeah. you got to change for the afternoon shows, then you might even need another one for night. So I'm talking like three shirts a day just to be on TV. And if you're down there for, I think, nine days straight at one point, that's just almost 30 shirts yeah. on air. I can't Whoa. wait to toss to you when you're just drenched <laughs> with sweat. Or a laundry mat, but either way. All right, we got our QC crowns Didn't you do next. laundry to laundry mat one year at a weird Bye. spot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, it's that time where we give out our QC crown. It's the nightly MVP award. Carly, you get to go first. All right, I'm giving it to the Braves. Not for their loss tonight. Yeah, they they have now lost three straight. But they did sign Travis DeArno for a one-year, $8 million contract for the 2024 season. Also includes an $8 million club option for the 2025 season with no buyouts. I just like the fact that they locked him up 
for a little bit longer, kind of sure up that position. He's a good player to have. Yeah, yes. no, I like that. All right, I'm I'm giving mine to former Panther, the Moors, because they have more kids Aww. here. There's Ari there on the right, and obviously DJ. Shout out to Raven for doing all the work. Yes. And Mimi, the grandmother, and their new baby boy, just absolutely awesome. He was. I was talking to her the other day. I you saw, saw him in Chicago. Yeah, so yeah. I, I was with them for a while in Chicago, hanging out the NASCAR race, and I think Raven was. How, how many weeks do you are you pregnant oh, usually? Like, you're like, what's to term? Like 38. So she was like 37 yeah, and like oh, 20 yeah. hours. Miserable. Yeah. She was miserable. Was like, this is not <laughs> to end. All right, that's gonna do it for Charlotte Sports Live tonight. We'll see you tomorrow night.